Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Words of Life Part 1 and was recorded on Sunday, July 10th, 2022. Well, today is a big day and we are starting a two-week series. I like to call it a mini-series. It sounds more fantastical. It's my two-week mini-series called Words of Life. Today, if you were taking notes, you might say yes to life. You might write that on the top of your page, yes to life. So in our spiritual community, we believe that life does not happen to you, but what? Through you. Close. I hadn't been here long enough for you to answer that, I guess, right? So life does not happen to you, but through you. And yes, for you, because you get to decide, right? Now, there are also things happening in our world all the time that we see and we go, oh, I don't like that and I don't control that. And that's true. You don't control. Hold on. I feel blocked from you guys. It's true that you don't control every single thing everybody does. That's true. But what you do have control over is your reactions, your responses, and your own personal destination. You have a great, great deal of power there. So this idea of yes to life is not new, but it is a concept, but it's also a behavior. It's a concept, it's a behavior, it is a way of life. Yes to life is affirmative, and it's also confrontive. It's affirmative in that you get to decide how you're going to greet life every single morning. And what I've discovered on my journey is that, you know, if I go to bed with a lot of bad feelings about the day before and I wake up, if I've not done my forgiveness and my release work the night before, I wake up and guess what? I create another day just like the day before. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. Look at the person next to you say, "Mm mm-hmm, I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all done that one, right? Especially like that nighttime scroll thing we do. I'm not going to ask for a raise of hands. Who does that? I know y'all all do it. No? Okay, most of you. All right. So, right, so what we do is we take whatever happened the day before into this new day. And I'm saying every day stretches out before you is something grand and good and new and expansive and powerful that you can make out of it. Now, you don't control everything in the world. You don't control what you hear on the news. But what you do control is how you are going to show up for life. Right? And so, but what I've noticed in unity is we think as soon as we see a problem, we have to just pretend it isn't there. I'm not saying that at all. Yes to life means, yes, it is affirmative. But remember how we've talked about every talk uh, leads to the next one. You remember we talked about one of the keys in a healthy relationship is what? Vulnerability, which means that we can admit we're not, we don't always know everything. Say, mm, yeah. We don't always know everything. Might be something new to learn today. So, and, and when I'm saying yes to life is affirmative, what, I'm, what I want you to think about is, in all of us in our lives, we have, often have no to life behaviors. 
no to life behaviors. Now, this could touch a little button with somebody. Just breathe, okay? Gosh, she's really going there. Yeah, so some of us have no to life behaviors. Smoking cigarettes every day is a no to life behavior because we know they hurt us. Drinking every day is a no to life behavior. A more subtle one, not putting your seatbelt on and driving past the speed, over the speed limit is a no to life behavior. That's a no to life behavior. So we all have places, right, where we have these no to life behaviors, but we say, let there be peace on earth. I want life to be good and grand and holy. And then we're constantly doing these no to life behaviors. That's a disconnect. But see, if you believe you have to be perfect, there's ways you have to hide that. So one of the ways we hide is with our addictions. We hide those places that might need attention or are broken. Now you say, well, we're in unity. We don't believe in brokenness. Well, I'm not saying you're fundamentally flawed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there are places where you have dealt with traumatic experiences and those aspects of your psyche or soul Need your attention. See, and until we can go into that, until we can admit that, until we can like admit it's there, we can never heal it. So we can say yes to life, but if the behaviors, if the things we're doing are not supportive of that life, we're never going to experience it. And we're always going to be dreaming about the life I want rather than the life I have. So for some of us, a yes to life lifestyle might be changing uh, the way we eat. For somebody else, it might be changing uh, our spiritual practice. For some others of us, it might be getting a different kind of medical support for whatever illness we're walking through right now. I've been in unity churches where you can never be sick. They say, oh, I can't come to church if I've been sick. Somebody will say, what in your consciousness drew that sickness to you? I said, well, that's called metaphysical malpractice. We don't do that at Unity North Tampa. We're going to say, how can we walk through and like, like let's, let's, let's take each other's hand and go through this together. Because you don't always control what the diagnosis is. People we love often, things happen. We don't, you don't control that. But what you can do something about is how you greet what life brings. Right? How you greet and how you support another friend in need that might be, you know, wiggling around in this kind of brokenness on a couple of things. You know, there's an old joke with unity ministers. You say, have you guys heard this one? How many unity ministers does it take to change a light bulb? Do you know that? Huh? That light bulb's not burned out. <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Just completely ignoring what's actually happening. But what we want to do is actually see it because as we see it, then we can heal. Then we can heal. Then we can heal. We're here to heal, friends. So this two-week series is about learning the power we have to heal our very own lives. But there are going to be places you're going to have to look at that maybe for a while you haven't. I say have to. That's up to you. But I'm going to keep going like this. I'm going to keep serving it up. 
People say, well, how do I know what, what I need to work on? I go, what's in your face, like right now? Oh, that broken relationship with my daughter or that, 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 that I never feel like I make enough money for what I really give to the world. I really feel like I'm out of alignment with my abundance, the good God has for me. Okay? So then we work on that. So see, we, we uh, but it, it requires us to do that work in consciousness. No one can do that for you. But first you have to admit there's something to heal. See, we have to admit there's something to heal. But that yes to life lifestyle means my behaviors and my intentions match. You know, in my daily work, you guys know I do my work every single morning. You know that affirmative work that I do? I often write, my thoughts and feelings match my words and actions. That's how you know you're in alignment, when your thoughts and feelings are matching your words and actions. Right? And there are several different areas of life that we are all working with at one time, right? We're complex human beings, we're not just a mom, or we're not just a dad, or we're not just a worker, or we're not just a manager, we're not just a CEO, we're not just a grandma, just a grandpa. We're, we're that and many, much, much more, right? And within each of us is this grand, grand potential to live this beautiful, uh, uh, expansive, God-given life where you get to have it. You get to know you're loved. You get to know you're connected. You get to know that you have a purpose. But until you deal with the parts that need healing, you will not be able to do it. That's always going to like pull you back to like that childhood trauma like a rubber band. Soon as something happens that you're not expecting, it's like... And, and all of a sudden, we're acting and behaving in ways we haven't acted in years. So... We're going to bring that to the surface, whatever those places in us might be broken. If we're holding on, here's another one. If we're holding on to the idea that we are depressed, that we are anxious, there is a new way to think about that. I'm not saying throw your medication away today. I'm saying that there's a new way to be. And our entire country is over-medicated. Our kids are way over-medicated. Right? So what I've discovered is that there's ways to like work with the body. There's ways to work with the spirit of you so that you can begin to uncover what's under there. Because see, if all you do is take medication for the depression, you're never dealing with what's causing it in the first place. So it means you're always going to be dependent on drug companies that charge you too much for the thing that you need. See, this God work is free. That work you do in consciousness is up to you. Well, it may not be free. I think I bought my therapist's car, but, you know, there's that. <laughs> the work you do on your own. And so, as you leave today, you're going to get a little sheet of paper. And that sheet of paper is going to have a six-pointed star on it. And go ahead and put it up uh, on the screen if you guys don't mind. So, the reason I wanted to give you this is, and we're going to work more deeply in all these areas next week. We're going to work with these six areas. And I use that, um, uh, that's Star of David. That's, right, the, the Jewish star, the Star of David. We're going to look at all six of those areas. And see, I want to empower you when you're not sitting here listening to beautiful music and a nice lesson and getting all these wonderful hugs. This is for you to work on in your own spiritual time. 
And on the paper you're going to get, there's going to be a couple little affirmations for you to use. One of the affirmations is going to be, the light of love guides me. The light of, so simple, right? So simple. The light of love guides me. So I'm going to have you use this piece of paper, so it's, and it's a full size, so you'll be able to read it easily. This is what it'll look like. So in your time of meditation, you're going to use this. You're going to just hold this and look at it. And then you're going to go into meditation and say, Spirit, reveal to me what it is that needs my attention right now. This is going to be the work of your soul. So see, this piece of paper you're getting is all about you and your spiritual journey. We want to help you grow into this next phase of being that you are. And I feel... As a spiritual community, the spiritual mandate that we wake up and heal so that we can help our world heal. It's obvious we need it. Amen? Right? So, so if right now, and let me give you an example of, of what I mean with working with this because I want you to have a little more information taken to the week. So if like you're really dealing with a, a medical issue right now, well, what I've noticed is that in the, in the Western uh, uh, medical mind, it's often very limiting in the way you're supposed to look at the illness. It's usually pills first, surgery second. And nutrition, emotional, intellectual, those are all way, way after, if the spiritual is even there at all. Now, having said that, I have wonderful friends who are doctors and nurses. This is not a negative about them. This is a general about the medical model. So if you're dealing with cancer, if you're dealing with a, a lung issue, you may need more than one kind of medical care. You may need to be working with more than an epidemiologist. You may need to be working with more than a, what, a, your uh, cardiac, uh, cardiothoracic surgeon. You may need something different than that. There may be emotional work at the level of the heart that needs to be done. Because, see, in our model, in the Western model, we think, oh, I have to be cured. I have a friend that says, that's what you do to meats, not people. People heal. They're not cured. They heal. I think I shared a couple months ago, I had this dear friend who got cancer. I say a dear friend. She became a dear friend as I ministered to her and her husband through her illness. She said to me, this is about, I don't know, about six weeks before she died. She said, cancer has been my greatest teacher. Wow. So see, she had received a healing, even though it wasn't what we wanted. We wanted to keep her around, right? We wouldn't just keep on loving on her and we wanted to celebrate a, a cure. And, but what her soul needed was that connection, that healing. Yeah. You see, so I want to encourage you. There may be things, even if something is going on with you and you need a certain kind of medical support, I want you to pray into that and see if there's some other thing that's going to support you even more. There may be homeopathy, there may be naturopathic, there may be chiropractic. The number of people I've saved from surgeries by saying, have you ever gotten a massage to loosen out some of these things that are going on in the back? Have you tried any alternate therapies or receiving Reiki and healing energy? Have you, cha have you thought about changing your diet? You're eating inflammatory foods. 
The number of people that have come to me and said, I have fibromyalgia. I say, what are you eating? And they're eating wheat and dairy and sugar three times a day. In three months, fibromyalgia is gone because the diet's changed. I'm not a doctor. Certain things cause inflammation. If there's inflammation in the body, something needs to change. See, so that's why I'm saying getting clear, working with spirit on these things. And the reason intellectual is there is I've discovered I really need intellectual stimulation around things. I love to pray. I love to meditate. But you, you guys know, what did somebody here call me? She said I was a type A minimalist, which I thought was accurate. But I need intellectual stimulation. And sometimes, 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 I need to understand what's happening with my mind. I don't want to go into white coat syndrome where wherever something, somebody says, I just go, whatever you say. Now, here's why I'm saying this. Uh, you know, I haven't been here as your minister very long. So in my 20s, I almost died because of wrong diagnoses. So I came into this very uh, truthfully. This is not because I read it somewhere, lived it. And every doctor I went to wanted to do a different surgery. And I finally got to the fifth doctor and I said, okay, so I don't mean any disrespect, but since I saw you last, I've lost five pounds in five days. And she said, yes, that's true. I said, and I hear you want to do surgery on me? She said, that's true. I said, well, I'm going to ask you a question. And please, I respect you and what you do, but I have to ask, do you have any idea what's wrong with me? And she said, no. I said, okay, uh, I bless you in your work, but I am leaving now. And you can work that out with the front desk. And I went home, and I, do you anybody remember when we had phone books? And I dropped the phone book open. I looked under homeopathic, naturopathic, and I went like that. I called that number, and it turned out that doctor was a doctor who taught at the Bastyr Clinic, which is uh, the Bastyr School, it's the top school in the country for naturopathic medicine. And in one appointment, I started feeling better. Yeah, I'd gotten down to about 90 pounds. A few months later, I was checking, you know, I was doing a little check-in appointment, and she said, um, I said, I can't believe how different I feel, and all I did was remove nearly everything I was eating from my diet. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, when, I, when you came in, you were dying. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know the things I was putting in. So you see, I wanted to live a positive life. I was working as a musician. I was working at churches. I was, and right after, right after coming into that, that's when I found unity. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, right? As I started waking up about my body, I started waking up spiritually. And I was working in the Methodist church as a music director. And I was like, mm, something... I need more. This is, I feel like I'm always pushing the edge of what this is. It's like, let me out of this United Methodist box. And my friend said, why don't you come to Unity? I've never heard of that. That was Seattle Unity. With Steve and Karen Lindvig. 
and also where I heard Charlie Thweet the first time. Think about all that had to happen for him to walk in here today for me to tell that story. Isn't that wild? Very healing ministry he has all over the country. Richard Levy I met there also, who's recently, who made his passing. Yeah, so yes to life is an activity. It is a concept. It is affirmative. But yes, you're going to have to look at what's really happening. Because then you can really heal. So my hope for you, and, and we're going to do this in just a minute in our meditation. My hope for you is that you're going to see that all these are aspects of the complex human that you are. You're going to see that if there's work to be done in the body, there's a spiritual aspect to it. There's an intellectual aspect. There's an emotional aspect. If you need support emotionally, there may be even, believe it or not, a nutritional aspect to that. Certain body types cannot eat what everybody else can eat. It's, it's, it's a huge learning. You know, the way we grew up eating in the South, I mean, it, anybody that grew up in the South knows what that is. Anybody want to take a guess? Besides fried chicken every other day. Yeah, no wonder there's heart problems in my family, right? Yeah. You didn't know this was going to be a health summit today, right? You're going to talk about clogged adrenals and all those yummy things. So, so but I want you to just feel into what is my next yes to life life for me. And anything I say, especially in these next couple of weeks, but always, I want you to ask yourself, what does this have, what is in this for me? Because what we like to do is go out and say, what are they doing? What is he doing? What is she doing? And we say, well, that's different from me. And then we want to make them worse or better. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I want you to just keep going, just keep going right here and say, what is there a lesson here for me? What do I need to look at in my life, my journey? And you don't need to apologize for whatever those places are that need healing in you. You do not need to apologize for whatever needs healing in you. That's what a spiritual community is for. We're like a spiritual hospital. You come in, often we come in really feeling broken. A relationship's messed up. We've lost our job or whatever. That's what we're for. Right? So, so this week I want you to just be in dialogue with your own soul. Like really work with your own soul. Be quiet and know, you know, that... As we are one in mind and body, so is the light one. Right? And as you begin waking up to this idea, this, this, the complexity that you are, and yet the simplicity that, of the oneness, that then you start to really create uh, power and new energy in your life. But always come back to, what is the lesson here for me? What is the lesson here for me? What is the lesson here for me? Keep asking that. Keep asking that. Keep asking that. Because we're going to support wherever you are. My mama bear is going to come in right now. And I'm going to say, if, any, if you think anybody's not supporting you, you come right to me. 
something will change. Something will change. We're in this absolutely together, friends. We're going to walk beside each other. We're going to hold each other's hand. We're going to lift each other up. We're going to offer a handshake, ask for a hug because of the masking, right? But we're going to support you along that journey in your yes to life journey. And next week when we get together, we're going to do more about speaking words of life to those areas. But I want you to have some clarity on what you want to focus on next week, right? This is your journey. I want to help support your journey, but you've got to know. I want you to bring that energy and that healing, what you want, you know, what you want healed into this space. And to remember, just because it might be a little painful to look at it first, the healing will make it worth it. The healing absolutely will make it worth it. You know, in my work, my one-on-one work, I often work with uh, survivors of trauma, all different kinds. And um, when I was in Kansas City, I worked uh, with an organization that supported uh, victims um, after sexual assault. And over time, what I've noticed, when I would work with people in trauma, they would be scared to look at again. And I would say to them, you've already survived it. It gets better from here. Oh. So in other words, whatever happened to you, as long as you don't heal it, it's still happening. As long as you don't look at the hurt, it's still happening. So my prayer for you is that you can get honest, that you can get real with yourself, that you can be authentic and know that we're going to love you and support you through it. Okay? Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios. Hello, dear friends. We are so grateful for your continued support of the Experience of the Soul podcast. Your presence and engagement inspire us every week, and we aim to uplift and support your journey in return. So, we have set an ambitious goal to raise $9,000 over the next 90 days, and we invite you to contribute to that mission. Your support will help us continue to bring valuable content that will assist you as you navigate life's path please consider making a donation and being a part of our community's growth. Every contribution, no matter the size, will make a difference. All you have to do is head on over to experienceofthesoul.com support. We thank you for your generosity, and as always, we are holding you in our thoughts and prayers, and we wish you all of the best in your life's journey.